Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. So today we're talking about disappointment and weirdly this is one that Joy is very excited about. (laughs) I don't know if it does feel a bit strange to say oh you're excited to talk about disappointment but I know you are Joy so I'm going to hand over to you and you can tell us what are you looking forward to to talking about with disappointment. Yeah well I was thinking that I guess like for some people even the title of like disappointment with God would be fairly challenging because probably on the surface of it you think well we've got no right to be disappointed with God with anything which obviously I would absolutely agree with you know he's done so much for us he's given us so Mm. much Um, and yeah I guess this is the place where our podcast always hits that um, and yet we do get disappointed and we do struggle with stuff and so I do feel really excited about talking about this because I do feel quite strongly that this is a taboo subject amongst Christians. Like we really struggle to express that we feel disappointed with God or we feel let down in certain things. Um, And yet I do also really think that it's an area that really holds us back in our walk with Jesus because if we've got disappointment that we just haven't worked through or acknowledged or that we've just pushed to one side, it comes out because I really think then it comes out, I guess, in struggling to believe that God is good or that he is faithful or whatever area it is that we've been disappointed in, it really affects our ability to have faith, I think, in that area. Um, So that's why I'm excited about it, because I think that if we acknowledge it (laughs) and we deal with it, then there's breakthrough that comes in our walk with Jesus and I think I've definitely found personally which I guess we'll talk about later but I've really found personally that it has massively um positively impacted my faith in Jesus when I've dealt with disappointment so so yeah so it might feel like a heavy topic I guess on the on the surface of it but I do think it's a vital one and I guess I'm praying that if you're listening to this thinking well I haven't got any disappointment with God great that may be the case, but also, <laughs> I guess, also praying that if you're listening to us, it might be that situations come to mind as we're talking through it or things that you've struggled with come to mind. And I guess I would probably say just let those, that might be God talking to you. And so to to be aware of that. Yeah, and go with it. And I agree that it's not something we find easy a lot of the time as Christians, like acknowledging disappointment and then processing disappointment and I think sometimes we're reluctant to say that it's disappointment with God we might express it more like oh I'm disappointed with my job disappointed where my relationships are at in life at this stage of life or I'm disappointed with my finances or you know it could it could be whatever thing And we might be more comfortable saying that it's a disappointment with that person or that area. But actually, that is disappointment with God fundamentally underneath that, isn't it? Because all these things are from him and for him. And so if there's something in our life and we're like, oh, it's not really as good as I thought it would be. That is a reflection on then how we feel towards God and what he's got for us and what he's done in our life and 
don't you think? Because I can yeah, see you nodding. Definitely. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, absolutely. Because um, I think that that's another thing that we Christians do is sort of feel uncomfortable by saying, I'm disappointed with God over this. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm disappointed yeah. that I'm not yet married or I haven't got children or yeah. I haven't had this promotion or whatever. Because we sort of feel uncomfortable by saying I'm disappointed disappointed that God hasn't provided this or that and again like we saying at the beginning you know we have no right to be disappointed with God um he is God and we are not he can see the whole of time and we can't we can see a very limited Mm. portion of it and so where we can often struggle with what God it seems like God has or hasn't done that might not actually be the case um yeah but i i think that well i've definitely found freedom in coming to god with okay this is how i feel this is not okay that i feel like this but it's still how i feel so i'm going to talk to you about it and i've never yeah. ever felt like god go that's not okay you know i felt like yeah, he really yeah, graciously yeah. and mercifully go okay you know let's talk about this then and i guess the psalms are like that aren't they like i was Looking back over one of them, which is a great psalm, like Psalm 13, where David, who was like, he was said in the Bible that he was a man after God's own heart. He says these words, like at the start of it, which is, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? You know, like yeah. quite a statement at the start of his, <laughs> at the start of his like song to God. Um, yeah. And so I think, I guess the first place to go is a place to say it's okay to come before God with places where we might feel like we feel disappointed or where we might have felt let down. It doesn't mean that we're right to feel like that, but it's okay to bring them before God, I think, is the place I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's interesting to think, how do you identify it then? How do you identify if you are disappointed? Um, And I know I've mentioned before, we have like these discipleship questions in our church context where we're kind of trying to dig into how do you feel towards God? And so we're asking like, how do you feel towards yourself? Like, how do you feel towards your family if you have one? Or like, how do you feel towards your job? All those things trying to dig into, well, how, I don't know that we stop and think enough really about how, well, how do we feel towards God? How do we feel towards life? And so I don't think that we're always very expert in identifying disappointment. I think sometimes it, catches us unawares when we suddenly feel quite maybe bitter yeah um maybe someone succeeds in an area that we would really like to succeed in or something and and it grates or maybe god opens up something for someone else where you've really been wanting breakthrough in the same area and it really grates and so then you know it's a shame sort of we only identify disappointment at that point and not sooner to try and deal with it because then it can be very painful can't it and it's probably been there for a while it's probably taken root in how we perceive god how we perceive ourselves how we perceive other things um so yeah i think trying to identify so and i know even wonder this might not be what you you've got of um things you're excited to talk about but i was just wondering even before we get more into it how would you sort of define disappointment um or how would you distinguish that from other th- feelings or thoughts like emotions well I guess when I was thinking through disappointment it's 
it's linked to expectation, isn't it? I think it's linked mm. to you having mm. an expectation that hasn't been met in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I guess whatever area it is, it's us having an expectation of God, which we don't feel mm. he has met. So we expect him to act in a certain yeah. way or do something in a certain way or answer a prayer in a certain way. And if he doesn't do it in the way that we're expecting and sig- in, and it's, significantly different to what we're expecting then I think that's what I would say was where we would get disappointed is because we're like we've had these expectations God and sometimes we haven't even realized we've had them until they're not met yeah yeah and then we almost are like well I'm not happy about this now and you think oh hang on a minute yeah what did I expect God to do that and I haven't even like spoken to him about that you know because I find it really annoying if people have expectations of me that they've never actually verbalized because then you think yeah. well, hang on a minute, how did I even know what it is you wanted me to do um how was yeah. I ever going to meet that but actually with God so it's different with God because I guess he knows what's on our thought or what's in our thoughts and what's on our mind but often I think and I've done this totally so many times myself where I haven't actually verbalized to God like what I'm wanting or what I'm feeling because you're yeah. because you feel like well it's not okay to ask this so I won't ask it but then when he doesn't do it then you get annoyed <laughs> yeah like, it's really interesting when you said that as well about like when other people have expectation because I really feel that of when um I guess in particularly what we're doing here in this context I f- quite often feel like people have a certain expectation of of me of what I would be able to offer or give time-wise or what our relationship might look like and I know for me how hard I find that because I can feel this pressure of expectation and feel like well I didn't agree to that anyway and it that's not very really realistic for me or whatever and so and then feeling like well I can't meet that expectation and tension that then that builds in our relationship and I'm just thinking as you were saying it I wonder if that is what I wonder what it's interesting to think what good what is God like in this then and me having where I have expectations of God and I haven't talked to him about them and I haven't kind of maybe sort of like discussed them with them. Like I am in relationship with him, but actually I've just assumed he's yeah. going to do this, this, this. And then I haven't had that conversation with him. And then when they haven't been met, been like irritated yeah. with him or whatever, that's, that's bad relationship, <laughs> isn't it? That's really bad. Oh, What's up with it? That's so unfair know, on know, him, isn't it? It is. It is. And, that, <laughs> and that's what we're, I guess, sharing, was we're not saying all of this, um, we're not just justifying our own behaviour, are we? But we're saying, like, yeah. but we do do this. So how do we, like, yeah. work that through in relationship with God? Because you're totally right. It's not yeah. fair. Um, yeah. And so I think... And But that's also part of where we learn as we work through the disappointment, I think, is where we come to that place of going, so I was disappointed because I didn't feel like you met my expectations here, but 
was that actually and the spirit comes alongside us so lovingly in this doesn't he and and just sort of counsels us and speaks to us in it of like yeah was that okay that you've had that expectation in the first place you know and you're like as only the holy spirit can do and you're thinking no it wasn't that was totally unjustified um but but i think it's through that place of realizing that you're disappointed and not just going I'm not allowed to feel like that, so I'll just put it to one side. But actually going, okay, yeah. there's a there's a learning process for me in this. And also there's a there's yeah. a chance for me to engage deeper with my Father God in it. Um, than just yeah. going, I can't feel disappointment. It's not okay that I feel disappointment with God, but I do, but I won't do anything about that and I'll just pretend it's okay. Cause it like that's the thing, I guess. It just it comes up in moments where you need to have faith in those yeah. areas again, doesn't it? Yeah, so we're say I guess we're saying, and I would agree with that, that it's not something you you have to process it because it isn't something that will just go away. Yeah. It's not something you can put a lid on. It will show its face yeah. in many different forms if it is left unattended, and and it will grow yeah, absolutely as well, and it will spill over to other areas of your life. So it might start that you're disappointed with maybe you're disappointed with where you live, and then. That if that festers, that'll just that'll become an attitude, won't it? That spills over into other. Oh well, actually, when I think about it, I also don't like my job. Oh, and I think about it. Oh, I wish I was earlier. Yeah. Like it becomes a certain mentality, doesn't it? Um, and it's it's like totally opposed to contentment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, in what yeah. in what you have and where you're at in life, and as yeah. as we know, like contentment is is joy, isn't it? Is life, whereas we're yeah. saying disappointment is just gonna rip that out of your life, isn't yeah. it? And bring bitterness and misery. <laughs> so it's really important to fight against it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it, I guess it's also opposed to pushing out in faith and taking risks and believing yeah, more of yeah. God's goodness. I mean, because when you were saying earlier, like, how do we, how do you think we tell if we're disappointed in areas, if that's harder? I was thinking like sometimes, I guess the question I was asked is, uh, do you struggle to believe, for example, that God is good? Um, like if mm, someone said mm. to you, you know, do you believe that God's good? And you were really honest with yourself. Um, mm. If you would say no, and there are, and then someone said, oh, "Why is that? You know, are there certain things that come to mind? Are there certain situations where you haven't felt that he's good?" Because I, I would say, like that's there's probably some level of disappointment in there with that. Um, yeah. Because if we're yeah. struggling to say God is good, is it because we don't feel like we've experienced His goodness in this yeah. area or this area or this area? In which case, yeah there will be probably disappointment there to work through. So that's probably one of the things that I found helpful for me in working out, okay, where, where, where is their disappointment here? Yeah. It's funny because I really felt God speak to me last week, which I think is quite relevant to this in that um, Carrie had my little baby, <gasps> touched something really hot. Oh, oh no. Have those horrible moments as a parent when you're like, oh, no. Um, she touched something really hot. And so... Only very briefly, but I grabbed her hand and I ran it under the cold tap. And so she wasn't that upset when she touched the hot thing. But when that cold water hit in, she was really upset. And 
trying to pull her hand away from the tap and screaming because it hurts, doesn't it? Just cold water. And I just really thought, gosh, isn't this just a picture of life that we're in a painful situation or maybe we're feeling disappointment and our hand is under that cold water and we are totally unaware of what God is protecting us from or like how he's loving us in that moment and how he's working for our good in that moment and how like you know I don't think he enjoys his children hurting at all does he but like the love and that he's always working for our good and so that you know he's prepared to allow pain to do its job (laughs) if there's there's good isn't there to Mm. to be had at the end of it or I'm, I'm I'm rambling a little bit now but I think with disappointment as well I kind of Anyway, I've rambled. I've totally lost that train of thought now, Joyce. I'm just going to hand back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I was going to go into thinking about whether there are specific times in our lives where we've experienced disappointment. And I'll go first while you catch your thoughts. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a moment, and I've shared with it, this with some of my friends actually, but I've had a moment where on holiday where I had uncharacteristically taken a Christian book with me, which I don't often do on holiday. Um, <laughs> and I was just sitting on the sun lounger reading it. Um, and I'll share some excerpts of it later. It's a really great book called Naturally Supernatural by a wonderful woman called Wendy Mann. And I was just reading this book yeah. and the couple of chapters at the beginning are about knowing who God is and knowing who you are. And I think it was in the chapter about knowing who God is. And it starts talking about disappointment. And so I was just reading this book on this sun lounger on holiday, (laughs) meant to be having a rest. (laughs) And as I was reading it, I mean, it was just a Holy Spirit moment because I just found, I just found myself starting to weep. And so my poor Mm. husband, he's just sitting there reading his book and we're just lying in the sun and I'm like on this sun lounger just weeping as I read this book because I just really felt as I was reading it, sort of God ministering to me about a particular situation that I'd been really struggling with. Mm. And it was a sort of healing thing. And I just was weeping it out. And as I was reading it, I just felt God sort of speaking to me about the disappointment that I'd felt in him. And again, like so Mm. gracious because he wasn't at fault at all. And yet he knew... Yeah. that there was this block between us because I had been, I'd sort of realised it a bit, but not totally, but I'd sort of started to distance myself a bit from wanting to spend time with him, yeah. wanting to pray to him because I just felt a bit like, oh God, you've let me down. Like, um, I just, I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know. I don't think I want to come and chat to you because I'm hurting and I don't feel like you've seen that I don't feel like you've cared about all that stuff that was just sitting in my heart it felt like I just sort of wept out before God um and then I just lay there on this sun lounger and really processed it and really was like okay well clearly that was going on in my heart um and so I think that made me realize for the first time how vital like dealing with disappointment was and I'd sort of known it was in my heart But I've got some other situations where actually I hadn't completely known that they were there. And so I think I've personally been affected by just knowing where disappointment can sit and how it can affect you 
and how it can really affect you sort of moving forward into God's goodness. Because I'm quite glad that I dealt with that quite quickly. But yeah, that that one sort of had been a healing for me. And then I'd also struggled with, because I, my husband and I had prayed for our neighbours who aren't Christians. And we'd really felt prompted by God to pray for them for healing. Um, And on the surface of it, it didn't really look like anything had happened. And so when I was sort of weeping about this disappointment that I'd felt about healing for me, then I'd also found myself bringing up, oh, well, and I didn't really feel like you did anything for this healing for this. And so (laughs) when I think about it, God, actually. But in that, they were sort of along the same lines. And I thought, you know, I do want to be someone that steps out and prays for healing for people. And yet if I don't work this through... I'm not going to be that yeah. person because I'm going to sit there with all that disappointment in my heart thinking, well, I'm not yeah. going to offer to pray for anyone because basically God doesn't do it. And yeah, yeah that's me being petulant. And that's, there's not great behavior from me, but it sort of made me realize I've, I have to deal with this, not only because this is a block in my relationship with God, but also because this is going to stop me from moving forward into yeah. everything that God wants me to do going forward. Yeah. I wonder as well, hearing you say that, how much um, sometimes, I'm not saying this, that you, you've done this in this situation, although you might have done this in that situation, but it's made me think about how we can try and explain why something hasn't gone as we thought it would go um, to ourselves, rather than take it to God sometimes, or like go and say to him, I don't understand why this has gone like this why has it gone like this? Or like, can you explain it? And and I think, you know, sometimes I think quite a lot of the time doesn't explain it in a way we might like. But I think what I know I do sometimes is try and explain it to myself and try and make it okay to myself. But actually, in the process of doing that, I probably tell myself things that aren't true, that shape my thinking, that affect how I relate with him going forward. So talking of personal experiences of disappointment like I think I've, I've shared before on when we were talking about waiting um particularly just how I think for me church planting felt has been a real journey of sort of processing disappointment with that because I was excited to start out on that journey of church planting really felt called to that I still do and um was just looking forward to getting going and then getting going and just the reality of it and the reality of kind of what God particularly called us to looking different from what other people are doing and our context looking different as well and sort of just trying to figure that out. I'm just thinking how much I have told, explained it to Mm. myself over the years and like, well, it's, you know, it's not it's not looking like this because da 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 and you ha- sort of having a conversation with myself <laughs> over and over rather than sort of saying to God and I think that's because like you were saying at the beginning, probably trying to make it more okay and probably not wanting to just outright say to God what have you led me to this feels really not what I was wanting or what I thought it would be and why is it not going like that is it a problem with me is it a problem with us is it how we're doing things is it the area all those Mm. questions instead of just sort of being a bit quicker trying to have that honest conversation with him maybe trying to figure it out in my own head and make it less 
of a problem, but it's not less of a problem. I've just tried to talk it away to myself. Yeah. Um, but actually, now in that area, I feel a real sense of peace over it, having taken it to God. It's not been a quick one, not like you on a lovely sun lounger. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not been a quick one at all. I feel like I've really wrestled with it and battled with it over the years of like, why has it not gone like that, God? Why is it? Why has it not been easier? Why has it not looked more successful? Why is it not kind of this, that or the other? And I feel like now that I have had those conversations with him over a period of time, like they're just, he can then speak into Mm. that, can't he? And he can then show you what actually you do really want and love as well. And I feel like now I'm in a place I can say, having spoken to him about it, I, I do love, I love my context. I love what he's done here. I love what he is doing here. I have endless questions about, should we do this? Should we do this? Should we try this? Should we try it? Would this yeah. be better? Would that be better? But like, that's okay. You can ask those questions. That's fine. But essentially, if you kind of are asking those questions, knowing I think I am where I'm supposed to be at the moment. I think this looks different from what I thought it would, but actually I do really love it. And having just processed some of that disappointment, you feel like you can have different sort of conversation then, can't you? Whereas when you're just so stuck in like, it's not what I thought it would be, and I'm really upset about that. That's just so restrictive, yeah. isn't it? It doesn't go anywhere, and you just get caught in a cycle of yeah. like of negativity, don't yeah. you? Yeah, because so easily then, whether we realise it or not, what we can end up doing is sort of going off in a sulk. Um, and we probably yeah, wouldn't call it yeah. that, but we can yeah. just end up going off and sort of saying to God, "Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to engage," or we just find our passion for praying or reading or reading his bible or spending any time with him or going to church just dwindling and when we think about you know declaring that he's good or declaring that he's faithful or all of those things about him we can just find ourselves it just sort of snagging in our heart and just going oh I just it's catching me I can't quite say I can't quite say God is good and he is he absolutely is regardless of our situations but it it just holds back all of that those declarations of faith and also I think really crucially just allows us to believe those lies from sort of Satan of God isn't good he didn't look after you there Mm. and He's not going to provide for you. And and all of those mm. things, we just find ourselves believing those in that period of time, mm. I think, while we don't deal with it. Um, so yeah. I just tend to think, you know, just come to God with them because he so graciously meets with us in them. And yeah, like the, yeah. the situation that you've had to work through took quite a long time and mine was shorter. But essentially it's coming boldly to him you know he wants us to come boldly to him he knows what's in our heart anyway I mean that's the thing doesn't he he knows what's going on in our heart he can see it and there have been times where I've sort of gone off in a bit of a sulk and you know and really (laughs) felt like we're not gonna just felt like that barrier that I was causing between me and God and that we weren't really going to get anywhere Mm. until I sort of came to him and allowed my heart to be softened to have that conversation with him and as Mm. I say like every time I find that I've come to him with it even when it's with like such arrogance of thought from me of like I could have done this better than you you've mucked things up you know all of that sinful thinking from Mm. me 
whenever yeah. I've come to him with that, yeah. he's so, so lovingly just allowed me to come and speak to him in that way to him, yeah. um, which just blows my mind that he can be that kind and that gracious and that merciful. But yeah. yet in that moment, we get somewhere because if he just said to me, right, I'm not talking to you about it, Joy, until you sort yourself out. Like we wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be in this relationship with him. Yeah. But because he just sits there and says to me, yeah. right, okay, well, you speak to me about it then and we'll have a chat about it. You know, actually then I feel like I can just get out how I'm feeling. And But, cru- but crucially, I think in that process, again, the Holy Spirit comes alongside you and does that work in you. And God just, I find works on my heart where you start to go, okay, so maybe I shouldn't have thought this in the first place about him, or maybe I had this wrong idea of God or all of that sort of stuff. But it's only through the conversation, isn't it, that you get that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what that speaks of, isn't it, is an uncertainty about who he is. And that's where you find yourself with that disappointment. You find yourself like in an uncertain place of, well, what, what, what is he like? What does he want for me? And that is revealing, isn't it? Because that shows that your sense of certainty wasn't in yeah. him in the first place and his plan. It wasn't your kingdom come, your yeah. will be done, Lord. It was my kingdom yeah. come, my will yeah. be done. Yeah. Oh, my kingdom hasn't yeah. come. <laughs> and now I feel uncertain about you, but actually the reality is, is that it was, it was never certain, the expectation. Yeah. And even myself, like I can't even be certain of myself because I'm so changeable. Yeah. And it, then it's it's that learning, isn't processing that disappointment and then just sort of redirecting that certainty to where it should be, which is on him and like, he is good. He is faithful. He is loving. I need to trust him. I need to say your kingdom come, your will be done with sincerity because there's no disappointment in that for me. Like there's disappointment in like certainty that my plans will succeed and I will make them happen, but there's no disappointment in your kingdom come, your will be done because you're such a good God. And he, and he's so like he's he's good fun. He's creative. He's imaginative. He is working all things out the whole world together in a way that I cannot possibly conceive. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It's a really essential to work it through, isn't it? And then like get our mindset in the right place of I can be certain about God. I can be certain about who He is and what He is doing with my life is is like His choice and it. It's for my yeah, gift. definitely. Yeah, so so we've actually sort of covered most of the steps that, like this book that I mentioned at the beginning, this woman talked about. I found really helpful that we'll share here. Just some steps about how to like work through disappointment. So we've talked about like acknowledging it before God and then sharing ha- what. Go on. Yeah, go through them though. So what? How many steps are there? Because I can't. I know I've read this, but I can't remember it at the moment. Um, so she mentions four steps that I could okay. say. And so the first one, sort of acknowledging that it's okay to express your disappointment to God. Um, okay. So that that's the first step. That if before now you've thought, well, I can't possibly talk to him about this because it's not actually okay that I feel like this. I think that's the yeah. first step is acknowledging it's okay to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the second step of just like sharing how you felt, what you struggled with, um, being totally honest before God. So, but being honest without accusing him, 
Um, So I felt like this. I felt like that instead of saying, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you know, like being honest. And like I mentioned, I did that through crying, but some people do that through words, some people do that through journaling, like however you do that essentially. And not minimizing it, because again, I think like we yeah, were saying, like we Christians do that, that all the time, don't we? Of just going, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I feel like this, but uh, that's not really very... But I mean, it wasn't that bad, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to share the more palatable view that I've got when actually your <laughs> yeah. brain's just like, that is totally not how I felt. Um, no, yeah, definitely. But yeah, and then... And then working through that, however long it takes, you know, for you, that's been an ongoing process for me. It, it felt like a like moment in time where I did that one moment in time. Yeah. Um, and so that may take a while or a short amount of time. But um, and then declaring truth about God's heart and God's character. So like you were saying, you know, declaring, I know you're good. I know that you've got a plan for me to prosper me. I know that you're working everything for good. I know that you're loving all of these mm. things about God that mm. um, probably before you will have struggled to say because you'll have had all that disappointment sitting in your heart. And then the final one was the one that really stuck with me, actually, which was then laying down your right to understand. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really crucial one because so often sometimes we leave these things and then go, right, but when I get to heaven, God, we're going to have a bit of a chat about what just went down there because <laughs> that was not okay. Or, um, you know, of, I've heard some people say this and I've done it of like, well, I'm just going to put that in a box of things that um, at some point I will speak to God about. <laughs> and, you know, and thinking, yeah, there's probably disappointment in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I think, like <laughs> Wendy says in her book, like if we don't lay down our right to understand, then it, we sort of risk getting offended by God and then that offence just like hardening us. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny as well. I've literally been thinking about understanding quite a bit today because I met with someone and had a conversation about a situation um, that, and we've, you know, been part of for a while and hearing another perspective and more information that I didn't know and I sort of came away and I said to John when I got home you just we do we ever understand anything <laughs> accurately I don't, I don't yeah. think so <laughs> there's always like we're finite fault faulted beings yeah. like I don't think we actually have the p- capacity to totally understand yeah anything <laughs> like we, I think you know we have snippets don't we and and we do have understanding obviously but yeah. we just don't see the full picture and so when it says lean not on your own understanding it's actually just like self-preservation sensible advice to just remember we don't actually have the capacity to see the full yeah, picture absolutely. so therefore we seriously need to not attempt yeah. it yeah <laughs> because that's just going to be misery for yeah. us. So just don't lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight part our paths because he does understand. He does see the whole picture, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. yeah, laying down your right to understand, I think is also just acknowledging your total inability. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> to understand, yeah. isn't it? And that he is God and we are not. And again, we say yeah. this stuff. But laying down your right to understand means you're essentially saying you are God and I'm trusting you to act in the way that you see fit, even yeah. if, yeah. to me, that feels quite difficult. And even if yeah. you might never tell me 
why it is that this happened or that happened. Um, And that's sort of got to be okay in my soul somehow because I've got to come back to that place of declaring, but you work out everything for good. Yeah. And we often do feel, I think, that we have a right to understand yeah, definitely. And there's situations yeah. where I think I've come to God. And I feel like he has explained to me sometimes why things have happened in the way they have. But there are other times where yeah. I've quite a lot of the way t- situations where I've had to work through disappointment. God has not told me why it's happened in the way it has. And yeah. um, and even though now I can look back and go, oh, well, I'm happy that I didn't get what I wanted. Or I'm happy that that situation didn't happen in the way that I thought it was going to um yeah. I think so often in these cases it's not necessarily what happened but how it happened I don't know that's been the thing yeah. for me when I was thinking through stuff in my life I've had issues with I'm okay that I didn't get this or I didn't get that or that didn't happen it's how it all came about that has been really difficult to work through particularly if there's feels like there's yeah. real pain or hurt involved in it yeah yeah, definitely. I think it's easier to kind of lay all those things down when you you do have a better perspective that I I can't I can't get it. Like I lay my right down yeah. because I can't get it and, and you can and I just think as well, like I think there's real scope though for asking if we're trying to kind of get rid of that dis- disappointment and cleanse that out and repent of that and turn from that, I think there's real um scope for asking Jesus to come and then replace yeah. the space that that occupied with what is true yeah. and what is what is a good expectation yeah. or that's maybe not the best yeah, word definitely. but like what is a good desire or perspective yeah to put in its place yeah. so where maybe I wanted oranges I really wanted oranges Jesus why didn't you give me oranges <laughs> and then maybe I understand oh because too many oranges are really bad for me or whatever um so I repent of that and a change from that but asking okay holy spirit so where that was that desire can you please come and bring a replacement so just so there's not a void because we as beings we don't live well with voids do we we tend to fill them with negatives so saying the holy spirit coming oh all right holy spirit come and replace it with a desire for grapes yeah because <laughs> because grapes is what you've got for me and I've heard you on that or whatever do you know what I'm trying to say yeah Does that absolutely no I, I yeah. think that's really true because I I think that as we work through this stuff that we will find faith arise in us again so I found that yeah. as I worked through yeah. these issues that I'd had um particularly in the area of healing um actually it meant that I suddenly had a like fresh vision to pray for people for healing and to yeah. seek healing for yeah. myself because as I started to declare again well god you're good and and as I worked through the stuff I found that that was a um that was the clearest sense I had that I'd worked through my disappointment that I could then yeah like think about putting myself in that place again where I could pray for healing yeah. for people without yeah. feeling that disappointment in my heart um yeah. And so I think that's way. Well, yeah. So that's great. You got yeah. healed today, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's been good because I've seen God heal lots of times. And in our family, we've seen lots of healing, but, um, and I don't ever feel that sting of what happened before because I know I'd worked through it. Mm. And so I think it's just mm. asking God for, for the things maybe that are sitting in our heart, because actually as I was preparing this and I was uh, thinking about one of the scenarios I haven't talked about tonight 
that um, I was like, oh yeah, I worked through disappointment in this area. And as I was writing it down, I, I felt just a sort of, I guess, a nudge from the Holy Spirit to say, oh, did we work through that one, Joy? Um, <laughs> and I suddenly, I was saying to my husband, like, I suddenly was like, oh, I, I don't think I did. Like now I'm on the other side of it. And again, it's one of those situations where I'm glad that what I wanted didn't happen. And I can totally see how God's plan was the best. But I yeah. hadn't actually worked through the disappointment that I'd felt in that moment. So it was just really interesting that I'd, because of lots of things that had gone on, been in the process of moving house here and then giving birth to my daughter. But it was the nudge yeah. of the Holy Spirit yesterday saying, oh, uh, we probably could do with still working through that. Um, <laughs> and then just reminded me of sort of a bit of a, like, a bit of a, like snarky comment that I'd made um because it was to do with moving house and stuff a bit of a snarky comment that I'd made about oh well um struggling to trust God if we ever moved house again and I felt like God say to me like that's because there's still a bit of disappointment sitting in your heart there and we need to work through that so that that goes you know and so it just goes to show that actually there have been times where I'm yeah I've been aware of my disappointment and other times where (laughs) I definitely needed yeah. the nudge of the Holy Spirit to go, mm, we haven't worked through this one. <laughs> yeah, so I think that is such a lovely note to get to, though, isn't it? The fact that we can trust Holy Spirit to yeah. bring these things up. We wouldn't want, would we, anyone going away from this podcast thinking, oh, gosh, I've got to yeah, find it. Absolutely. I've got to find where yeah, is the disappointment, yeah. like panic or worry about that. Like Holy Spirit is the wise counsellor yeah. and at the right time he brings these yeah. things up and out. Not that we don't partner with him and do a bit of work understanding yeah. ourselves or like trying to dig these things up. But um, we don't need to worry because he's working for us, yeah. isn't he? Not against yeah. us. And he is going to highlight things and bring things up in due course yeah. and then work with us yeah. to move forward in them isn't yeah. he yeah and so then all we really need all he needs from us is sort of the courage and the boldness to to share how we feel to not minimize it but to actually yeah. say okay yeah. god you're prompting me on this so i'm going to talk to you about it and i guess not being afraid to deal with all of those probably really difficult emotions because they're often things where we either feel hurt or betrayed yeah. or where it's all of those really difficult ones that you've got to work through but I think as we do that that is where God sets us free from that stuff and I I think that that is where we see breakthrough in our walk with Jesus so we can you know declare again or maybe for the first time God you are good God I'm yeah. going to trust you yeah. without our hearts sort of yeah. snagging a bit and going oh but yeah I don't tr-, you know what I mean yeah. like and I guess we've yeah, all had yeah. times like that where we've declared it and then we thought oh but what about this and what about that and and so I think that I guess I'm hoping I think as I said before that if people are listening and just feel like situations are coming to mind then that might be the Holy Spirit yeah. sort of saying let's have a chat yeah. about this yeah yeah really kindly and gently and and if that is someone listening knowing that like it says in Philippians that he who began a good work and you will bring it through to completion that is what he's doing he's working for our good he wants us to be healthy and whole and live life to the full doesn't he so yeah yeah it's for our good yeah great well that seems like a good place to end um we hope that's been helpful everyone and um if you're working through all this stuff then god bless you (laughs) um because we know it's hard (laughs) as we've shared 
Um, But yeah, let us know any comments or any topics for discussion that you want us to look at. That'd be great. But otherwise, we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.